I love the smell of fresh cut grass in the morning. Hello there, you're listening to Mud Hut. This is a Monday, the 8th of July, 2019. Summertime, British summertime. Welcome to my podcast. You've tuned into Mud Hut. Your transits for today, Monday the 8th of July at 8.07am UT time. So they're behind Greenwich Mean Time uh, by about seven hours. So we are a little bit ahead. So we hit Mercury retrograde a little bit before um, the UT time there in America. Um, so today is very different energies than we were than I was expressing last week and the top of last week. So, and the week before that, um, so there was a lot more cancer er- energy where it was a bit warm and fuzzy, and I was like, mm, "Yummy chocolate," um, but <laughs> and a bit kind of you know soft and smushy and a bit maybe oversensitive. And because cancer is a moon, you know, it's very close to the moon. It's a, it's. A, it, people with cancer energy are often kind of moon children and can respond to moon activities um we're looking at very different transits today with the sun in 15 degrees cancer the moon in one degree libra mercury hit four degrees retrograde leo venus is in five degrees cancer mars is in four degrees leo jupiter is in 16 degrees retrograde sagittarius saturn is 17 degrees retrograde capricorn uranus is in six degrees taurus and then we got a retrograde neptune in pisces um pluto 22 degrees retrograde capricorn And Chiron is in 5 degrees Aries and the True Node is in 17 degrees Cancer and True Lilith is in 11 degrees retrograde Aquarius. So the True Node, (coughs) excuse me, and the True Lilith are in opposing signs, Cancer and Aquarius. Things may get a little bit weird out there, people, with those little aspects. Um, Weird but fun and kind and sweet and loving and a bit dark at times um but my interest is here we have today one degree in moon in libra and libra is a sign that aquarians tend to well libras tend to <clears throat> they're both attracted to one another and it's a, a a nice energy when those two signs get together or meet or friends or whatever lovers um but cancer moon in libra this is a quite a juxtaposition again of communications especially now we're getting into retrograde so i feel like with this there could be <clears throat> aspects of perhaps saying too much um with your sensitivities knee-jerk reactions um you know perhaps think count to 10 before you do your verbal diarrhea on someone with that sensitivity sun sensitivity right now um and just maybe retract and think about healing and uh past healings and that sort of thing i reckon that's the energies for today people out there
I took that cover photo just 15 minutes ago when several buses and trucks and lorries were trying to basically go all in the same direction opposing each other uh, in a tiny English London backwaters street so I guess this is the um, level of communication we'll be experiencing uh, over the next few weeks I'm already getting bags under my eyes thinking about it so um, I'm I did I sit in my garden sometimes and um, I um, just I think to myself well if I'm listening to this then everybody else should listen to this so um, it's in a you know I'm in my property and I I, I um, just record the ambience and the ambience is very angry <clears throat> negative energy that can penetrate it does it can stay around and cling to you if you're around this kind of shouty negative energy and so I mean maybe it can be a regular thing <laughs> of um because I mean if you're sitting in your garden of an evening or during the day and you just hear you know this negative vibration constantly um it just it just you know and it's such a peace where I live is so peaceful it's so pretty and meadowy and um yeah it's in London West London but we're sad it's kind of like that anyway um but yeah so I think this episode is dedicated to Mercury retrograde but what we need to focus on is healing during this Mercury retrograde regenerate rethink redo all the re's retrograde so um just retrack and go over things and heal I think that's the main objective you know hopefully um after I sort of you can tune you know it's not loud but you can tune into the um neighbor neighbor uh negativity but uh, and then after that I you know I will try and get us to heal a bit because I suppose that's the level of exposure that we all have to sort of interact with in daily life um we have mercury retrograde two three four times a year and so you know people are like oh well you know I stub my toe all the time or or, you know car crashes happen all the time but yes they do but it's heightened around these times things you know feelings are heightened around uh, full moons you know feeling that's why they call it lunar and lunatics you know because they the 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 blood is sort of moving (laughs) around the brain you know the gray and white matter it's like a tide, the sea, the river, tide sort of drain. So does our brain, a brain drain. Um, but it's liquid, isn't it? We're all kind of calcium and sludge. We're walking sludge. <laughs> uh, emerging from the sea. Anyway, so I just, I just did a massive waffle, but... Uh, yeah so the rest of the episode is going to be based around healing and um perhaps what to expect around mercury retrograde I don't lose two rosettes here. If I do, 
I don't go up in the pub for more money. It's the same fucking food. Just a microphone. Just a microphone. it's proper kicking off in the restaurant today the head chef and the um wife of the owner who is the chef but he hasn't cooked there for five years so he has a trained person to do that and he has an ego the size of trump building in new york anyway it's kicking off there right now it's exciting Sorbet and banana skin ice cream. It's not on the menu. Coconut ice cream. So the guy, do you remember the other day I posted, he was saying, my job is to make sure you cook the lamb properly and you cook the blah, blah, blah properly. And it's my job to keep the two rosettes. <laughs> and now she's saying, it's your job. <laughs> uh, guy's ego is so big. But I don't know whether they... I don't know, it's a different world, isn't it? This sort of chef kitchen running around with a meat cleaver kind of existence. But sweeties, it's just not for West London in this area, darlings. I just can't, you know. And actually the people who eat there are all people from visiting and they have to come all the way out here specifically so they used to like get coach loads of people to come fill the restaurant but it's so expensive there but then he heard him say it's just the same sort of food as they do in the pub 
up just two doors down so it is all a bit of a swizz actually speaking at quite a calm normal level at that in those recordings but um I think also what agitates the ambience uh in our um, residential area is quite industrial um what are they called extractor fans and it's like it basically encompasses the whole building and it, it's it's just like a machine it, so, it sounds like industrial machinery going through the day and so they're trying to sh- talk communicate to each other over that in a really like villagey atmosphere area they're trying to be quite industrial kitchen but in like a really sweet neighborhood you know it's um it's a shame because um yeah like i say my mum just couldn't water her roses without you know getting agitated by this because if you're an empath or you're sensitive you do pick up this energy and it's a thriving industrial working it's almost like military like the way he speaks to them it's like you horrible little lot you know like um what are you looking at you know really like um windsor davis in anar fop mum um but at the same time like this is every day this is where we live this is where we're supposed to chill and when that energy is in your home you can't really escape it you know so i suppose this is cathartic for me to share with you um all this sort of thing and and if there's anything that you want to share with me download the app put it on the um, record and send it over to me and i'll include it in my podcast because um i think it's great to um communicate because if you uh, if you just saw how many flipping emails and recordings i've sent to the council about you know just everything i mean i a chop tree a flipping you know i i care about my community i care about my people in the people in the community in my community and so you know i flipping have ha- handcuffed myself to a tree before you know <laughs> anyway so yeah let's get on with the healing So I watched the MIA documentary on Teller last night. Matangi forward slash Maya forward slash MIA. And on the whole, I liked it. Um, considering though that they were film students, it, it did. And they had like 25 years to make it, I suppose, all the footage, I suppose, from the mid 90s, early 90s. And some footage from the 80s. Um, it was quite... Um, uh, there was something missing, but it was fine. You know, it kind of told the story about you know, um, Maya's, MIA's um, journey up until a certain point. But um, 
I don't really care that it didn't focus too much on the um, music. I thought it was super important that it did focus on the atrocities and genocide. That's happening. That was happening over the last 15 years in Sri Lanka and beyond. You know, it's, it is an invasion over there with the Sinhalese. And I've personally, um, <clears throat> I'm not Tamil, I'm from Hyderabad. Um, we're we're Andhra Pradesh, we're Telangana's, but um, going to Sri Lanka, I've personally had people been rude to me thinking that I'm Tamil, and then I've flipping given what for, I tell you that much for nothing, Um, because uh, they they are Tamil people who, I mean, once upon a time, Sri Lanka was a continent, a a piece of country that was um, connected to India, and then obviously with erosion and landslides and sea and tectonic plates moving and general planet movements as it does um it's become an island um but if you if you go up into a satellite in the sky and take a picture there's actually a trail to see that india and sri lanka are still connected um so the indigenous people would have lived there and those indigenous people would have been the tamil people um so indigenous meaning ten thousand years ago you know what i'm saying so yeah they were invaded because um the Sinhalese are from the north of india i think and they obviously sort of like fled down to this beautiful tropical island and then just bleeding got rid of tried to get rid of the natives the indigenous people of that country and there's they're so outpopulated they're so like that they don't even have a vote in sri lanka that's like how awful it is but the way it's presented is that you know like the Irish, they're terrorists, they're, free, you know, they're freedom fighters, they, you know, boo-hoo, they don't want us here kind of thing, and they're the flipping invaders, you know, it's like, well, um, if someone came into your house and invaded your house, I think you'd retaliate somehow, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm just trying to break it down into basic terms, because it's so frustrating, because the media does attack, you know, if you try um, and go against the grain and tell the truth, you know, and, um I think that that has that did come across in the documentary and I think music lovers probably wanted to know about more about MIA's um uh process of how she makes her music but it's what's so important to her and I and you can see it, it's just in in it's just exhausting for her to try and balance this juxtaposition this paradoxical existence that she has um from being this you know, Sri Lankan girl, Tamil Sri Lankan girl, like, you know, from very, very, very meagre upbringings, um, roots. And then, um, I mean, I, I found myself in um, a sim- I've, all the pictures and nostalgic um, footage of her being quite young and other sort of southern indian children it's just basically the same photograph well in our house we've got the same photographs as mia you know we we basically have very similar upbringing in west london um being a southern asian family southern indian family um and all of those things and having awkward hair and looking awkward and looking very different you know and being an immigrant but um but we weren't refugees. My dad came over in the 50s, you know, and um, he, he was a chef. But um, very different, but similar. Very. I was looking at some um, footage and I was thinking, that could be me. 
um, so I, I did, and there was a bit with her grandma, her mama, and you know, I did choke up quite a lot, and because um, her her relatives also look very similar to my relatives in their sort of night dresses and, and home dresses that they wear that I still wear. Um, but so yeah. Um, it is, I think it was an interesting part. And then, oh yeah, that's why I wanted to record this is and tell you, I, I really wanted to say that I feel for you, Maya, when you were on the coach with Elastica and you were saying that they didn't like your friendship with Justine Frischman. How honest of you to, to really portray that in your movie. And um, I can imagine certain, because Donna had left at that point. Just being a music music enthusiast, like, you know, and a, music, a one-time music journalist at some point in my life. You know, the dynamics in groups, you know, this it, it can be so bitchy. It can be so kind of like, you're not in your cliquey. You're not in my clique, you know. Who are you kind of thing? Really aggressive kind of insecurities mainly. That That's what that boils down to. But um, I could... So Donna had left and she, it was like the end of Elastica. What, what I could see, that's where you had gotten quite friendly. You as in MIA. I'm like talking to you as if you're there. Maya, is that you? <laughs> Be my friend. <laughs> um, no, I and it was the end, so it's probably just before um, Justine went off and became an abstract artist in America and completely went hermit-like. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 and then you got really upset in the. Ho- not, I'm saying it again. Maya, MIA got really upset in the hotel room. I'm like talking to my podcast like MIA's going to listen. Yeah, right. And um, and I could see that you were being like upset and, you know, I want to go home kind of thing. But I totally understand the dynamics there. And um, you're totally right with that dryness. And that's probably why Alaska didn't last us another second. I'm talking about MIA, I might as well do her uh, transit and um, natal chart, her interactive chart, um, her astrological portrait and her planetary dominance. Her major si- sign is uh, 25 degrees Cancer. It says here that she was born on July 18, 1975 in Hounslow, London. And that's on her Wikipedia and on astrotheme.com. Um, so sun in Cancer, moon in 28 degrees Scorpio. And um, she has quite a, well, two planets in Cancer. So Mercury in Cancer and Venus in Virgo. So poetically wise... She, she, there's, there is like a interesting and a musical wise. She, she, uh, she communicates through rhythm and and she hears music like what you know, like waves. So it's all to do with this the rhythm and the yeah. I mean, people with cancer energy, like really, especially with moon in cancer. Even though she's got moon in Scorpio, um, tend to be in bands. Like there's always, I always, I'm gonna, I'm sure I'm gonna do a piece on um, the drummer in the band is always a Cancerian. Um, Ringo Starr's a Cancerian, for example, and so many other drummers in the, you know. If you're a Cancerian drummer out there, give us a ring, <laughs> send us a message and tell us about your your journey into music. Um, 
but her moon is in Scorpio and the sun is in Cancer and I think my similarities might be Morrissey there in that she's got opinions but then gets very she doesn't really articulate them so you only hear snippets and she doesn't really get a platform for talking and just can be taken the wrong way even though she's trying to say something I can see that the Scorpio energy is just kind of like um I really want to say something but I just can't be bothered you know really making me angry but you know it should be like this it should be like that but um it's yeah like um Morrissey says uh, what's it lonely high court judges lonely like lo- lonely high court judges or something like that grudges of lonely high court judges something like that uh, that's moon and Scorpio energy and they can cling on they can have um sort of stagnant moments where they just are so they just can't move on but um but in her case like I say like her plight for um her sensitivities towards her people in Sri Lanka is it shouldn't be dismissed you know it's just cruel and when you saw the footage of you know the massacres and things like that how can you ignore that um and her cancer energy really feels that and um and Venus and Virgo she's very angry about that too (laughs) and so she bloody should be you know um it's 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 not cool man but yeah she is a um interesting interesting person her true Lilith is an Aquarius which is um which is also nice a nice vibe um and true node is in Scorpio which she's she's following her true destiny what she's meant to be doing I think is spreading the message that her father had tried to do if you watch the documentary you'll see I'm just reading the papers today and um, there's a segment where Kylie Minogue thanks Kylie Jenner for introducing her to a new audience in America after winning trademark war over shared name. Well, excuse me. This is what annoys me is that actually Kylie is a Aboriginal name uh, for, I believe, just off the top of the flipping dome here the word boomerang uh, throwing it and then it coming back to you it's a fucking carly sorry i stunner swore i'm sorry if that's bad on the um radio station um but it infuriates me don't even get me started with yoga and all this these experts inverted commas in western i'm i'm an expert in in i'm a yogi i'm an expert in um in hinduism yes in sanskrit you know it's just like oh my god not even a flipping buddhist in a cave or a brahmin in a you know that living in a lingam in the in the crypt of a temple could ever claim that you know so um it's all this pompousness and claiming and money and it's mine it's mine it's mine it's mine i own it it's my trademark you know this is uh can't be bothered with this energy you know it's no so that's my that's my little rant of today so this is what i'm calling the mercury retrograde edition because we all need a bit of healing when the planet mercury is in its retrograde stance um 
I'm just going to play some heart healing chakra, pure positive energy. And that's at 639 hertz. Um, this is from YouTube and it's from Meditative Mind. And I'm just going to play it for a while. And I want you to just sit and have your feet grounded to the ground um, and just close your eyes or leave them open just or potter around with um, this on in the background just for five, six, seven minutes. typical having a tractor outside the house cutting the grass as I'm trying to get you guys to just close your eyes and meditate and heal your heart chakras. Also I think I'm gonna um, do this on um, a loudspeaker downstairs. Bear with. Okay, actually, I'm going to do Om Gan Ganapate Swaha with you guys. So just tune in and drop out.
again I'm going to put this one more time Hit it! Om Gam Ganapate Namha. This is the mantra that you can do up to 108 times in the morning and the evening. And the exercise is t- to um, help, well, may, may the, the chance to break all your obstacles and free, may it free you from all your troubles. Um, this is um, the mantra from Ganesh, Lord Ganesh. Namha, Svaha, mantras in Hinduism. Um, uh, as said as a mantra to, uh, yeah, hopefully it will work at, work for you to get all obstacles out of the way and help root you and be in the present. Uh, that's the object of that exercise.
you for getting to the end of the podcast. You've been listening to Mud Hut. Please do join me on Instagram at ASHA or on Twitter at ASHADC1. Have a great day.